But I think we also have the other aspect too of it where we are very strategic in how we think and how we decide to go about our, our sin. Mm. And I want to I want to say that because when we when we think about battling our nature, sometimes we can just I think some people think it's oh I didn't have any control. Yeah. I just lost control and I just gave into my sin da 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 and I couldn't resist it. The reason why you find joy in obedience or you find joy in glorifying God is because that is the purpose behind our existence. Mm-hmm. episode of setting our thoughts captive my name is chitis and i'm detwan and we welcome you back to another episode uh i hope you guys are having a good day are you having a good day detwan i am we just found out that about five thousand people choke eating their food on a yearly basis so make sure you chew your food and chew it properly right said that uh uh Today's topic is 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 interesting one. I think it's a topic that not many people think about, or is not even talked about. Uh, but it's it's good to explore these topics and look at it through the lens of scripture. Uh, the topic is following Christ is hard, right? But God, following Christ is hard, but God. Now. Uh, Following Christ is hard. Oftentimes when we think about following Christ, we don't talk about or we don't think about how hard it is. Uh, we talk about the blessings of it. And, and, and that's what I, th- I think in the beginning, I would say that, you know, following Christ may be hard and it is hard. But the eternity and the hope and the joy that we have in following him is nothing compared to the hardness or, or how difficult it is to mm. follow him. Right? So the, I think that's, that's, that's why maybe people don't talk about it as much because the, the, the end result, eternity, is going to be proof that it was all worth it. And so, so that's, maybe that is the reason why oftentimes we don't talk about how difficult it is to follow Christ. But nevertheless, while you are living a Christian life, uh, this life that that Christ has given to you, this new life, following Christ is hard, right? And so, so we want to explore that. What's your first initial thoughts on the topic? Um, I hate when you ask me these questions. <laughs> what do you mean? Because <laughs> well, like... well, what does what? Because you are the one who came with the topic, so that's why I was like, hey, what, why, why did you, what was in your mindset when you came up with the topic? Well, that's you know? a different. That's the different question. Okay, the, the, what was your me, mindset when you came up with? Yeah, it? That, think, that is your initial thought about the topic. I would say so. Well, I, I think um, one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about this is one for it to be an encouragement, mm. right? Because yeah. um, as we as we walk with Christ, there's a certain level of difficulty that comes with it. I think, you know, obviously denying yourself, mm-hmm. right? That aspect of um, dying to yourself, not not um, not seeking to uh, fulfill the desires of your flesh. Um, you know, going against what your uh, carnal nature would want. Right. That fallen part of you that still mm-hmm. desires. Um, 
so there's that aspect of things. And I think, um, to the difficulty that can arise in wanting to please God. Mm. And um, because the world has a system that is contrary to the things of God. Um, there, are, there are things that, you know, do lend well to it, complement the things of God. Yeah. Uh, but ultimately, the world system is against God's way. Mm-hmm. And so when we desire to go God's way, it's like, you know, swimming upstream, if you will. There, there's difficulty that comes with it. Mm. And so I, I guess that's the reason why I want to touch on that. You know, um, then obviously you have uh, some churches who um, preach a gospel that is contrary uh, to the true gospel. Mm. So word of faith, for example. Yeah. So following Christ means that you won't get any, you won't you won't have suffering, right? Right. Or, or you won't go you you won't go you it'll lead you to an easy life, and and. Or the suffering that you do experience, uh, could be, um, right. You got to get through this suffering to get to the other side, which, which is where your blessing is, mm. and. A lot of times, the blessing is not necessarily knowing God more, or, or rather, blessing. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, uh, that <laughs> that I think that's a given. Yeah. But I think you know you got to go through the suffering to get this blessing that's waiting for mm. you. If you don't go through the suffering, you won't receive the blessing. And I think sometimes the blessing is something that has to do with this world. Mm. Um, you and know. part of it is also not understanding that sometimes suffering is also a blessing, right? When you're following Christ, but, yeah, and that, so that and, they kind of separate those two. But the and that and I think the suffering in that comes with um, that you just mentioned that blessing of knowing God more, yeah, right, and having mm-hmm. more of an intimate relationship with God, knowing yeah. who He is, yeah. knowing like, okay, I've come through this this thing, and who God is is far greater to me now mm. versus a house or money or a car or a job or you know not mm-hmm. to say like you know not to not to um view those things in a bad light but more so to say that is not necessarily the reason why we suffer mm. yeah yeah if that makes sense yeah it does it does all right, so let's let's dive in. Let's dive in. All right, so following Christ is hard. Before we get into the hard part and before we get into but God part, uh, let's talk about following Christ. What does it mean to follow Christ? You know, I, I'm I'm in Mark in my quiet time, and I love I love that you know Jesus goes to the Peter and and, and various other disciples, and he just tells them, "Follow me," mm-hmm. and they drop everything and follow him. Mm-hmm. You know, and so what does it mean to follow Christ? Let's let's start with there. And True. then after that, we can build it up to, like, why is it hard and why God enables us, in a sense. Well, I think if you're going to follow, mm-hmm. someone has to lead, mm. right? And I think, um, you know, Christ says, I am the way. Yeah. And so he's, he's left us a way in which to go, and, and that, that way is revealed through his word. Mm. And so if we're going to follow God... We have to know what he says, 
and we find what he says in his word and we don't just know it we obey it mm. so in a sense like I, th- i think you put it really well like you know following someone means that someone has to lead and that leader in our in our christian life is jesus christ mm-hmm. right and so jesus is the one who's leading us we follow him it almost comes down to like the lordship of christ Yeah, right, so we absolutely. submit to his lordship. He is our leader. He is our Lord. And and in every aspect of our life, we submit to him. And we we recognize like like just like how a student or a disciple is obedient to their master. We look at him as our master and we look at what he has to say about every aspect of our life. And we submit to that. So following Christ does not necessarily just mean to to to, you know, uh receive salvation which is part of it it does not necessarily also mean to just come to church and and be a member of a church right following christ means to submit to christ in every aspect of our life right and and that is very important and key and and you know because because and and that's why i think in order for us to understand the topic today we have to understand what it means to follow christ too because for many uh many I don't like I don't know if the word is appropriate or not but for many casual Christians right following Christ means to receive salvation go to church on Sundays and that's it mm. and so that may not be hard to be honest right that is not hard if you mm-hmm. just do that if that is all the nominal christianity is all that we have then that's really not hard and so maybe maybe this topic is foreign to us mm. is following Christ hard you know but but if we hmm. want to follow Christ like how the disciples follow submitting to him in every aspect of our life then we'll start to recognize how our flesh like like you mentioned in the beginning is so contrary to God's word and how it is constantly in that spiritual battle on top of that when you boldly follow Christ in the world the world hates it just like it hated our master right yeah. as so you're getting resistance from your flesh you're getting resistance from your uh, from the world and community around you and you'll see how difficult it is in that mm-hmm. sense right so 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 uh again going back to following Christ follow him in every aspect of it. anything you want to add to that that one when it comes to the following Christ path uh no no i think all right yeah. so So as we uh submit to Christ as our Lord and follow him along our life in every aspect of our life let's let's talk about few things why it is difficult like I think the topic today is like following Christ is hard so why is it hard to follow Christ and and so maybe that I I I can think of few like and categories if that's the way way to put it few categories when I think about why following Christ is hard Uh so let's let's begin with one of them what what do you have that one Uh well I you know I, I think the, the one of the things I think about is in Luke um what is it uh see see Luke 14 14 uh Luke 14 verse uh verse starting at verse 25 it says now great crowds accompanied him and he turned and said to them if anyone comes to me and does not hate his own father and mother and wife and children and brothers and sisters yes and even his own life he cannot be my disciple whoever does not bear his own cross and come after me cannot be my disciple for which of you desiring to build a tower does not first sit down and count the cost whether he has enough to complete it. Mm. 
Otherwise, when he has laid a foundation and is not able to finish, all who see it begin to mock, mock him, saying, this man began to build and was not able to finish. You know, I think you see, okay, I want to follow God. I want to follow God. I want to be your disciple. And Jesus is saying, like, if you're going to follow me, you got to you gotta put everything else on the line on the line yeah you have to put me before everything else and that that is key to understand i think uh, the verse itself is not saying that you know you have to hate your father or mother right mm-hmm. that's not the context of it because the bible also says honor your parents mm-hmm. it would be contradictory if, if it said that right mm-hmm. the verse is saying that if it comes between me and your parents, they have to be willing to put me in first. You have mm-hmm. to put me in first, mm-hmm. basically. Right? And so, yeah, continue. Yeah, so I think, you know, one of the things that makes it hard is the relationships, mm. um, you know, that are that we lose because we desire to follow God. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, and I think I think a lot of new Christians especially experience this. You know, you come to Christ— and you still have your old friend group. Mm-hmm. And because now you want to honor God, you want to glorify God, uh, it starts to it starts to cause problems with the, the, that dynamics yeah. of those relationships. Yeah. You know, and um right. but but you know, I, I I think the other side to that that he's saying, it's like when you consider these things. Like consider the cost because you don't want to just willy-nilly start this thing and then you get so far and then you you just say, oh, I, I can't finish. I'm done. Mm. And how often have we seen that where when it comes, you know, it makes me think of the parable of the soils yeah, where it's like... I was, I was thinking about the same thing. The trials, yeah. right? And then you have the love, the, the love world. of the world. Mm-hmm. And those things choke the seed. It's like you make it so far, and then you fall away because there these no other root. things matter yeah. most. Yeah. And the root is that, you know, you have to, like, I love, that's why I always often refer to the story of Zacchaeus, right? Because Zacchaeus, when he found Christ, and then Christ says, you know, salvation has come to this house today, mm-hmm. because he found someone much more precious and, and, and a greater treasure than what his treasure was, which mm-hmm. was the money, right? Yeah. Because he frauded money. And so at that point, he found Christ to be the ultimate treasure of his life. Yeah. And, and when you find Christ in that manner, nothing else matters. Right. You know, that's why I think, I think a lot of times, like when I see, uh, like, like, especially from my background in Nepal, right? Uh, it takes years for someone to come to Christ. You know, years of building relationships, sharing the gospel again and again and again, because they have to count the cost. Yeah, it, it just naturally comes to them. They have to count the cost of like being willing to be rejected by their family, being willing to also reject their family, being willing to suffer all the consequences that may come. You know, I, I was actually in November met a guy who came to Christ knowing that if he came to Christ, he's going to lose all his inheritance. Hmm. I, because his father was not gonna go, in, go not going to give him the inheritance, which is a lot of money, mm-hmm. and he's living as a slum, but following Christ, right? And so, so, so yes, but 
he found Christ to be greater treasure than even his inheritance. Yeah. Right? And that's that's what that's what that verse is saying. If you want to follow me, I have to be the first in your life. Yeah. Right? And 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 you have to be willing to let go of everything else. Yeah. Everything else. And and the rich young ruler. Yeah. Uh, you know, we you <laughs> go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I, mean, I feel no. like you were going. You, no, you, I, you, I mean, like as you were saying, yeah. as you were saying that, that's like that thought then popped into my mind with him. Yeah. You know, it's like I've been, I've been following you, mm-hmm. right? Like I've kept these commandments, and then Jesus hits him right, gets mm-hmm. right to it where he is, and we see that truly he hasn't fully counted the cost. Yeah. Because he left sad, mm. right? What Jesus told him specifically to do, he couldn't do it or he mm-hmm. wouldn't do it. Yeah. You know, and, um, but here's here's the thing, like, you know, you have that aspect of it, but two, like us who, who, who do follow God, Believers. and I want to emphasize this too, when we lose these relationships, it does hurt. Yeah. You know, the cost how, is real. Yeah, it, it's real. Yeah, you know how many friendships that was that was dear, mm-hmm. that was dear to us, where it's no longer there. No longer there. We can't associate in the same level. We can't uh, do the same things, mm-hmm. right? We don't think the same way, and and yes, yeah, so we we don't have the same life and same worldview. Yeah, right. And I, you know, and I can't imagine. Like me specifically, I can't imagine what that looks like on that aspect, you know, for maybe someone who who comes from a, a Muslim background yeah. where maybe he or she doesn't talk to their father mm-hmm. or mother anymore. Like they they don't talk anymore, yeah. you know, and they can't come around and they have siblings, mm-hmm. brothers and sisters that they can't see anymore. Yeah. You know, I can't. I can't that imagine is real, that. Right? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And I think I think part of it is also like, I think there is a lack of like understanding of the cost of following Christ, or cost of like even like you know what does it mean to make Christ your Lord mm-hmm. in our side of the world, where it's so easy believism is what they call it, right? So, mm-hmm. so we make sure that you know as long as they simply say that Jesus is my Lord and Savior, without mm-hmm. really understanding what that means. Without really even applying to their life what that means, then then we 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 are good. Yeah, we're fine, and and we're fine with sometimes even people staying there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like mm-hmm. we don't want them to grow. We don't want to challenge them. We we and and the thing is, uh, what that will lead is 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 a fruit without solid root. Going back to the parable of sour, you know what I'm saying? Because when trials come. When difficult circumstances do come, those are the people that will waver the most, mm. you know. But there, that does not mean that once you have truly accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, once, and even if you have truly understood Jesus, what does Lordship of Christ means, that does not mean that you are not going to struggle with it, mm-hmm. right? In fact, we are saying that you are going to struggle with it. Yeah. Right. Every believer will struggle with it. That's why the the thing is like you know, following Christ may not be hard or may be hard. That's not the topic. The topic is following Christ is hard. Yeah. Right. And and one of the reason you said was was because it's hard for us to put Christ first before other things, other desires of our life, other relationships of our life, and yeah. and and sometimes 
putting Christ first means that we have to be willing to lose those relationships. Yeah. Right? That's what makes it hard. What about what about the relationships we don't lose? You know, um, and I think this is more of like an aspect of dying to self. Yeah. Right? So it's the co-worker. It's, the, it's your husband or it's your wife or it's your children or uh, children, it's your parents. Um, what about that aspect of where, you know, we're humiliated? Mm-hmm. Or, um, you know, we're suffering for the sake of Christ, right? People say bad things about us that aren't true. Um, you know, people slander us, people uh, mistreat us, and we we go through these things, uh, right? Like we don't seek revenge. Um, um, all of the, all of these different aspects that comes to where. Your, your old self or uh, your flesh says, hey, you know, give them a piece of your mind, mm. you know. Yeah. Um, you know, why don't you go ahead and say something bad about them? Yeah. That, you know, that, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like that yeah. aspect of things. And still you have to, if you're, if you're following Christ, the Holy Spirit convicts you to stay humble, yeah. right? And sometimes even endure injustice. Oh, right? yeah. Endure it. That's and, the co-worker, and, yeah. right? That's the co-worker. Yeah. You're... It's your boss. It's it's someone who is over you, or someone that is on your team, that is that you can't you can't get away from. You have to just endure it. Yeah, you just have to endure it and still maintain the Christ like attitude. You know, right. and and the thing is, uh, and the thing is, this is not something that is new to us. It has always happened yeah. in the past, and 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 it happened to our Master Christ yeah. too, right? And, Injustice. Yeah. And so he was mocked, he was teased, and just like that, any Christian that will boldly proclaim that they are Christian and live their life in a manner worthy of the gospel will be mocked and teased, right? Will be misunderstood, will have some form of injustice done to them, right? I mean, I mean, I I was I was just recently uh, looking at this video of this uh, street preacher in in Nepal who was persecuted for, for for sharing the gospel. Mm-hmm. And 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 he they they put a case on him for like they that at least three or four false claims to arrest him, and and you know it is it is by design. They hated Jesus. They will hate you too. Mm-hmm. You know. And and so in that sense, yes, if you are following Christ, it is going to be hard because you will be mocked. You will be teased. You will be misunderstood. People will not like you. But I, I want to go one more uh, like a level towards like you know why it is hard for me, right? Not mm. from the world, but why is it hard for me mm. in a sense, right? And I think deep down the f- the key issue why following Christ is hard is because of sin. Mm. You know, when I think about the reason why it is hard to follow Christ is because of our sin nature, because of our fleshly nature, because our flesh is constantly contradicting us away from Christ mm. and His ways. You know, and, and, and as an unbeliever, obviously, we loved our sin, right? So it didn't bother us as much. But as a believer now, as a follower of Christ now, it's it, it's hard because now we have a new life, right? With a new heart, with the indwelling of Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And then we also have our sin nature. That that anytime you sin, it, it convicts us, right? And, 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 and it, it, I don't know, and it fills us, it, it 
leads us towards repentance and faith. But but in in between there, we're constantly battling between our sin nature and in our, and our new nature. And so in that sense, following Christ is hard because we are sinful. I think it would not be hard if we were not sinful. Deep well, down. that's a given. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it all goes down to that, though, right? Because sin is the greatest issue in our life. Yeah, you know, whether you're a believer, whether you're an unbeliever, it is the greatest issue in our life. And 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 the reason why I say this is, as a believer, the the but less see, we recognize our sin, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The 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 unless we strive to fight our sin and 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 pursue holiness. Following Christ is only going to get harder and harder and harder in our spiritual life. Yeah, and and I won't I won't leave that side. But that you know when you when you say that though too, um, so I like how you're shifting it to look to ourselves in in terms of this. Uh, but I think even with making that same point, that is what makes you know, from the external perspective, right? When we look at the world, that is also what makes it hard for us too, Yeah. right? Because we're not wrestling against flesh and blood, Mm -hmm. right? But principality, like these these individuals, these systems are not systems that align with God. Talking about world system and people that fall in in that system. Yeah. You know, so uh, I want to, I I do want to make sure that too, we address or highlight that point and make that clear. Uh, and I, I do want to get to what, what you're saying uh, as well, because that I think that's the other, that's the other side. That's the it. internal side. That's the eternal side. And then side, there's the external side. Right, yeah. because, all right, so like if anyone who desires to live a godly life, right, they're going to suffer, mm-hmm. right, Second Timothy, right? So yeah. you will be persecuted, mm-hmm. right? Those are the, the outward forces. External persecution, yeah. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, it tells us in First Peter to arm yourselves with the same mind as Christ, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. there will be suffering, mm-hmm. you know. And I think, um, I think that is the the other thing to be aware of. Like when we follow Christ, we will suffer, mm. right? We will suffer, and and that makes it hard, yeah. Because the suffering can come from a friend. The suffering can come from a family member. The suffering can come from a random somebody we don't even know. And that, too, can be hard, mm-hmm. right? Some we, someone we don't know who has it out for us, right? Has it out for us because we name the name of Christ. Yeah. You know, it's one thing when you know it's like your brother. Um, and I mean, like, you know, like your actual brother, your yeah. blood brother, where you can avoid your brother. You yeah. know how your brother's going to act because right. da, da, da. But when it's, even when it's someone you don't know, it, it like, man. So, um, so yeah, we can we can shift to the in, internal. internal side. I mean, we, but, we, can, we can highlight the external uh, real quick. I, th- I think, and, and uh, one thing that I, following Christ is hard because there is external persecution like you highlighted. Yeah. And I want to add to that, but it is by God's design. It is to be expected too. And right. so it is not a surprise that that we are persecuted or and, and and stuff. But it but for some it can be because can like be. you mentioned, your the extent of your Christianity might be you use in the name of Christ, yeah. you go to church on Sunday, but then the rest of your life, mm-hmm. right? And so if that is true of you, are you really a Christian? Yeah. 
privatize Christianity, right? But where, where it, it works for me, for my family, but that's about it. Yeah. It works for you and your family. It's privatized or the extent of your Christianity is Sunday morning. Sunday morning. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, even in today's, in, even in our state, if you go to the town hall and, and, and share the gospel, you will do you will feel the resistance if you're a teacher you pray with the student i'm very like you know just this past semester when i uh, prayed with a student in in a high school i got an email two days after that you know what i'm saying so it's simple as that right mm -hmm. so you will face resistance from people when you stand firm in your faith and when you practice your faith yeah. And the way we practice our faith is every believer is going to live according to the manner worthy of the gospel, but at the same time also proclaim the gospel. Yeah. Right. And and so you will face. I mean, I've seen, like you know, I often give the uh, examples of street preachers. I've seen street preachers treated more harshly by in Christians. the United States than <laughs> by in Christians. Nepal by Christians. Yeah. By Christians. I'm then, a Christian. What yeah. you're doing, uh, you standing here pre is that's not the Bible. That's yeah. not you're you. You, you're you're Absolutely hurting people. Right. That is not the truth. And mm -hmm. da, da 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 You know, I think. Uh, so so yeah. I mean, like I, I didn't mean to cut you off because you yeah. mentioned Nepal, uh, but like in the U.S., like oftentimes I see you you do have the ones who just oppose it. But I always find it interesting when it is a quote a quote unquote Christian who then attacks the street preacher. Mm -hmm. And the street preacher has given them what the Bible the says, yes. and the the person that's supposedly <laughs> a Christian that's refuting them yeah. has no Bible. No, no. In their words, it's and just given that there feelings. are some like weird so-called street preachers, I right? so there are yeah. some that I'm like I, I don't know what they're like you know like. Well, yeah, I mean, I was I, in Atlanta yeah. where this guy was. <laughs> we were walking in downtown, and I wanted to talk to him, but it would have been a longer discussion. But he he was just like, "Let me tell you about Black Jesus." I don't know if you've heard that story, whole thing or not, but the <laughs> but his whole point was he was an Israelite. I don't even know who he what what their main thing was, but they were like, I I could I could talk to him for hours and <laughs> just discuss, but but I was with some of my other friends, but uh, yeah, so he he. You know, and given that there are some street preachers that I'm like, you know, really, really. But if you are truly presenting the gospel, you're calling people to repentance and faith, right? Mm -hmm. There are people that will not, unbelievers that don't like it. Surprising thing is there are also some believers that don't like it, mm. you know, which is believers, I would say, in a sense, right? And I, I, again, like, you know, I'm, I'm not the judge of all that, but... Uh, again, you know, you boldly proclaim the gospel, persecution, suffering is inevitable. Mm -hmm. That's why following Christ is hard, right? Mm -hmm. The disciples, they left and followed Christ immediately. And, you know, they were part of, they took part in all the blessings that, that they, they saw Christ heal. They saw yeah. the miracles, right? All that. But guess what? They also suffered. Yeah. And they suffered immensely yeah. to the point where like the only person that, we know of that may have died naturally is John uh -huh. and and look at how much he suffered. <laughs> it was yeah. better for him to die than <laughs> to live, to be honest, you know. And and so, you know, they suffered immensely because first of all, 
they suffered not because they were living a casual Christian life. Yeah. Uh, let's let's start there because they were not like you know just going to church and coming back. And they suffered not because they were quietly practicing their faith. And then that's what that's what I think a lot of Western world is. We're quietly practicing our faith. Mm-hmm. You know, but they suffered because they knew that Jesus is the way, truth, and life. And they boldly went and proclaimed it yeah. to the world, calling yeah. them to repentance and faith, yeah. right? And they wholeheartedly believed that Jesus is God who became man, who died on the cross for their sins and was resurrected on the third day to provide for us an eternal life. And so as we believe, like Paul says in Second Corinthians, we also speak. Mm-hmm. And it was their speaking that caused them to trouble. Mm-hmm. Like it was not their quietly practicing their faith that caused them to trouble. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, listen, if we want to do church the way we do church most of the times here in the United States, you can do that in Saudi Arabia and you'll still be fine. Mm. Because if you quietly practice your faith, even they don't have problem with it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Even in Dubai, they don't have problem. In Nepal, they don't have problem with it. Yeah. But the moment you go and proclaim Christ like God has commanded us to, which is part of following Christ, right? Mm-hmm. That's when it's a trouble, mm-hmm. right? And and that's when all these external persecutions and suffering comes. Yeah. And so maybe a lot of us, we have not seen it or heard it or faced it because we have not, We maybe we are quietly practicing our faith. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because because when you stand firm to the truth and when you speak, you'll face, you'll face mm-hmm. persecutions. Yeah. And I think there's... Um, I think there's all kinds of opportunities, right? Absolutely. Um, where, where you can then face, be faced with: Do you stand with God, or do you side with the world? Mm. Um, and and you're like, okay, if I stand with God, it's going to cost me this. It's going to cost me this. It's going to lead to da 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 da. Right. Yeah. Um. And so uh, in those moments, I guess, like, and this is a question, uh, not necessarily to you, but more so rhetorically, in those moments, in those moments, what do we do? Mm. You know, how do Do we we continue to follow God, Mm. right? And take the suffering. Yeah. Because that's, that's the hard thing. Like, you know, and I think, I think in, in America, in America, one of the, the the things that we struggle with is however you want to call it, like our livelihood, you know, mm-hmm. because usually it can cost us some way financially. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, like you mentioned in those other countries where it can cost us family, you know. And your own life some, in some your, places. Yeah. In your own life. We mm-hmm. don't necessarily think about no. losing our life. Um now in the current moment we don't necessarily think about losing our freedom yeah but we think about losing our livelihood our business our jobs um some relationships i would say no well yeah relate i think i think relationships i think relationships yeah are a given like no matter where you're at Mm -hmm. but i think for us the one of the biggest things for us to be a christian and and live both that's why like when we when we watch like the 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 post interview after a basketball game or a football game, we're always amazed when we see a football person give, a uh, football player give glory honor and glory to God yeah. on a national scale because we think, man, that can cost him mm. his. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, 
I think in America we struggle with mm. like the rich young ruler, the the financial side of mm. things. Yeah, that's absolutely absolutely. And and you know, the thing is that we don't all have to suffer in the same magnitude too, no, right? No. So so you know what Paul suffered, Peter may not have suffered as much, yeah. right? And 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 what missionaries and our brothers in Christ. Uh, suffer in North Korea or Saudi Arabia, we don't have to suffer the same magnitude. It's not the magnitude, but it's the attitude behind suffering that needs to be the same. Yeah. Right? And the attitude behind both suffering is that, you know, for me, like I I love Philippians 1. Uh, That's Paul's attitude to our suffering, where it says, you know, for it has been given to us not only to be saved by him, but also to suffer for his sake, mm-hmm. right? So he looks at it as like, I find it honor to suffer for Christ's sake, yeah. whether it be in the magnitude of going to jail for his sake or whether it be in the magnitude of losing some financial or, or even some freedom for his sake, yeah. right? And so it's the attitude behind it has to be that, you know what, I am willing to do that. And, and because of our fleshliness, it is, it is hard. Yeah. That's when it becomes hard. Yeah, so let's let's talk about that now. Let's talk yeah. about that the the struggle that the we internal. have. Yeah. Right. So so we went from external to like personal. Let's bring it to personal, right? Uh, and before I go to the sin deep deep down, and then first one is also like you know following Christ is hard because sometimes following Christ means to also not only follow the world but also follow against our own desires. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes our desires and our will and our heart is opposite of what is God's desire. Yeah. Yeah. And that is hard. Yeah. That is hard. You know, like I I, lo- I I mean, for me, as an example, you know, when I see my friends living their life and, and, and I'm talking about my unbelieving friends living their life and, and their happiness, they're, they're, they're finding the joy in the temporary worldly things, you know, mm-hmm. there is part of me that desire that, that have indulged in those things in past. That wants to indulge in it too, mm-hmm. right? And, and so I'm like, man, look at them. They're living their life to the fullest from my eyes. It looks pleasurable, mm-hmm. right? My heart, it looks desirable, right? And, and, but Christ, following Christ is, is not that life. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, it's denying that life, mm-hmm. right? And, and following and submitting to him. And so sometimes following Christ is hard because it goes against my own desires, Mm-hmm. But I don't know. What do you have to add to that? In that sense, if we're gonna if we're gonna deny ourselves, um, it, it that's what it means to deny. Yeah, it, it a lot of times it's it can be we face that 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 contrary uh, pull to say like like you said to hey like. You know, you've been good for yeah. so long, but man, he he won't he won't shut up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> tell him off. Yeah, you know, like tell him off. Or um, I used to indulge in this thing, and you know, man, it it brought me so much pleasure when I did it, like. You know, it'll be okay to do it yeah. just one time. Like, and 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 how many times? God, I forgive you. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And we, we get indulged in it, right? Yeah. Whereas, whereas falling Christ means that no. You know, and, and that's, I think, you know, 
I can see Paul in Romans 7 struggling the same thing too, right? He says, like, I do things that I don't want to do. Mm-hmm. And I don't do things that I need to do, right? Yeah. And because at that moment, sometimes the temporary pleasure is, is very pleasurable to, to our eyes and to our heart. And, and we want that more than following Christ. And so following Christ is hard because our heart is deceitful. You know, and then even taking it up a notch, the the reason why our heart is deceitful is because we're sinful. Yeah. You know, because we are sinful and, and eternally we are naturally rebellion against Christ, following Christ. Yeah. Right? We're naturally inclined to follow our heart. Yeah. Right? We're naturally inclined to follow our nature, which is sinful. Mm-hmm. And and so when Christ comes to our life and he gives us this new life, we still have our sin nature and we have this new nature constantly battling against each other. Now, we are not slaves of it anymore, but we're not perfect either. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, so when that constant battle, in fact, like the moment you come to Christ, I think that your sin nature will almost like it will heat up because you'll start to recognize it more and more and more. Mm-hmm. Right. And then it becomes even harder and harder and harder. Yeah. Right. You know, and two, I I think there's this cert, certain aspect to it where it just seems so based, where it's almost it's almost like we don't even think about it sometimes. Mm. Right. Where, and I think we could maybe equivalent uh, equivalent. Why am I saying that word? Uh, we can we can draw a parallel to that with maybe like anger. Mm. Someone says something to us and we fly off the handle, yeah. right? Like it's, we don't even think about it. But I think we also have the other aspect too of it where we are very strategic in how we think and how we decide to go about our, our sin. Mm. Um, and I want to I want to say that because when we when we think about battling our nature, sometimes we can just. I think some people think it's, oh, I didn't have any control. Yeah. I just lost control and I just gave into my sin, da 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 da, and I couldn't resist it. Mm. Um, but I think the other aspect to that is the the changing of our thinking, the yeah. renewing of our mind, as yeah. it, it's said in Romans, right? Like our mind has to be renewed so that we can know what the will of God is. And not give in to these things and mm-hmm. know the right way to think. Um, I was a while ago, I was reading uh, Peter, and I just love this, this verse in Peter, 2 Peter 1 5. And it says, For this, uh, well, let me, let me just read the, the four verse, by which he has granted to us his precious and very great promises, so that through them you may become partakers of the divine nature, right? So there's the divine side that we have as well. Having escaped from the corruption that is in the world because of sinful desire, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, For this very reason, make every effort to supplement your faith with virtue and virtue, with knowledge and knowledge, with self-control and self-control with steadfastness. And I love self-control. Uh, uh, in the King James Version, it says temperance. Um, but verse 5 specifically, for this very reason, make every effort to supplement mm-hmm. your faith with virtue. Yeah. With virtue. Yeah. And 
And that's the solution, right? Yeah. That you're, that you're given. If, like, yeah. if, I, if I skip down, it says, for if these qualities are yours and are increasing, they keep you from being ineffective or unfruitful mm-hmm. in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. For whoever lacks these qualities is so nearsighted that he is blind, having forgotten that he was cleansed from his former sins. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot in those verses. There's a there's lot, a lot right, in those verses, right. yeah. So, and that was Second Peter, Second uh, Peter one verses uh, four through uh, verses four through ten. Ten, okay. Um, but I love this part in five where it says, "For this very reason, make every, every effort, effort yeah. to supplement your faith with virtue." Right, right. So, like, virtue is thinking the right way. Mm-hmm. Right, so he says, "Okay, yeah, you have faith. You know that Christ died for you. You believe that. Good. Now, let's think the right way, mm-hmm. and the right way of thinking is gonna is gonna permeate every area of your life." Yeah. Right. 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 So if you say, "Okay, I've been saved and I believe the gospel," but now we're saying like, "I won't do this because of this." Because of this. Yeah. Right. I'm going to do this. Because of this, right? Like, and someone, having... like you know, that's what the repentance does, right? It changes your heart and it changes your thinking about that sin, from what you thought about previously to now, like the sin that you once loved, you hate now, mm-hmm. right? That's what that's what renewal of mind does. It changes your thinking, and and that's when you grow in virtue and knowledge of God, mm-hmm. right? Which will eventually help us to fight our sin nature. Yeah. Right. It's, it's, it's essentially saying, think the right way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if we're going to think the right way, this goes back all the way to when we first started. Like, if we're going to think the right way, we got to gotta follow what God has said. Yeah. We need to know what the right way is, right? Yeah. And the right way is in the scripture. And, then, you know, that, that whole brings up to, like, you know, Ephesians 6. Mm-hmm. Right, taking up the whole armor of God, where it says, mm-hmm. "Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand firm." Mm-hmm. Right. So, so with all the spiritual warfare going on in our life, the only way we can fight that is by taking up the whole armor of God, which is God's word. Right, and 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 with God's word as our weapon, knowing what is right and wrong according to God. And allowing for the Holy Spirit to change our mind through according to God's word, we are able to we are able to withstand the sinful ways and 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 do the right thing. Let's just say that. Thinking right first will lead to doing right. Mm-hmm. Right? Oftentimes we feel like doing right will lead to thinking right. Mm-hmm. So you know we come to church. Right? Mm-hmm. We do things, you know what I'm saying? We do things. What we first need is changing of our mind, renewal of our mind. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I, and, and you know, there's something that I even, even I have done it uh, with the wrongful mindset too. You know, like, like, like we sin and we feel like, man, if I only serve God in church or if I only go to church and if I only do this and do this and that, then I'll come back to like my thinking will be right again. Mm-hmm. The Bible says the opposite thing, right? I mean, Philippians 4, you know, whatever is true, whatever is excellent, whatever is praiseworthy, he says, think about these things. Mm. And then once your thinking is changed, what you have learned, what you have heard, what you have seen us, uh, seen me do, do these things. 
and then the peace of God will be with you. Mm. Right? So, so change your thinking, it will change your doing, and eventually it will change your feelings too. Yeah. But in order for us to fight that inter- internal battle, not eternal, internal battle with our flesh, with our sin nature, with the new nature that we have, we need to be controlled by Holy Spirit be filled with the Spirit, and that only happens when we hold fast to the Word of God. Mm. And that is how important the Word of God is in our daily life, right? That's why, you know, the Word of God is central of what we do in church, mm. right? It is, it is the preaching of the Word of God that God transforms people. Uh, that's why it's central to what we do in our daily life. Mm. And I think I think in that, and you, you, you hinted at this earlier, like, this is why... Like, this is why Christ has to be our treasure. Mm. He has to be our treasure, and we have to find joy in him, mm. right? Like, how Paul was in prison, right? And Second Corinthians, he mentions all these things, uh, 11, he mentions all yeah. these different things that he suffered for the sake of Christ. And... Um, how is it that when things are not going the way that we want them to go, we wish they would be going better, or they're, I mean, they're going bad, to be yeah. honest with you, yeah. that we are still able to cling to Christ? And, I, and it's obviously we have been trained, we have been transformed, but we have to find our joy and we have, our treasure has to, to not be in these things, mm-hmm. right? It has to not be in those things. And, 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 you know, like when we talk about the battling of the sin that's in us to to where it's like, okay, am I going to follow the flesh or am I going to follow God? Sometimes, like in that what we treasure um, for our flesh, mm-hmm. we we put that at a higher level, right? Which is why, like, I am guilty of uh, being prideful and, and feeling I have the right to talk down to someone, mm. or feeling I have the right to uh, get even with someone mm. um, when I don't. Mm-hmm. Like, who am I? Yeah. Right? But knowing at the end of the day that regardless of what I'm going through, that I'm going to stick with Christ and I'm going to honor him even in this moment because he is glorified. Yeah. He sees, and nothing goes without him seeing, mm-hmm. you know, and and to to get to that point in every aspect, because we're not all there, yeah. we stumble, right? Yeah. But to get to that aspect where it's like, when people do us wrong, or when it's us alone and no one else sees us in that dark moment, that we say, regardless of who can't see us, I'm still going to honor God. Mm. In that moment, I'm not going to give in to that sinful desire, mm-hmm. whether that's pornography, whether that's uh, drugs, whether that's uh, planning some revenge yeah. on someone or trying to... Or even you... like being bitter or holding resentment oh, in your heart, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. And so in all those areas, you know, like uh, I, I, I think we have to that that those are the areas where we have to submit to Christ too mm-hmm. right that's what it means to follow Christ mm-hmm. right we have to submit to Christ and what is his way what is right and wrong according to him because you know in the world's eyes if someone slaps you on the left cheek slapping them back on the right cheek might be fine 
right? Might be fine. It's it's it might be justifiable, but it's not justifiable to Christ, right? And I and mean, it, it depends. <laughs> what do you mean? It depends? <laughs> Vengeance is mine, Christ says. <laughs> no, I mean like <laughs> when you talk, you're talking about the world. Well, I'm, no, I'm just talking about self defense. Oh, like if someone comes and slap your wife, will you let them just? No, no, okay, no, all right. No, I'm I'm talking about. I'm just being clear. I'm yeah. just being clear, guys. Like, yeah, like there's one. There's an aspect for self defense. Maybe I didn't need to say this. Yeah. Uh, but I know if someone comes and tries to slap Lauren, catching, I'm gonna be fine. They're catching hands. But but I don't. I don't. You know, when we mention that, when we when we talk about the the slapping of the face, yeah. right? I think there's there's this aspect of it when it's when it's for Christ right and and so and maybe i need to i maybe i no, need to I, study that a little of bit it more it is like when it's someone's harming you mm-hmm. right if someone's harming you sometimes the automatic response is is to harm them back and that's justifiable but in Christ's nature if someone is harming you mm-hmm. then 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 your first response is is and again like you know I don't know if it's like trying to figure out, trying to think through. Like if if I, I'm not saying that it's like <laughs> black and white like that. You know okay. what I'm saying? Because you can make exceptional cases in that. But what Christ did was we slapped him and still he took what he we deserve back, which is wrath upon himself. Uh-huh. And that is the moral that he has left. Yeah. Right? When someone harms you, you forgive them uh-huh. and to the extent of even receiving that same punishment that they deserve upon yourself, mm. right? And with the mindset that that you are forgiven too, but at the same time also that vengeance is God's. But I, I think we're drifting from from our topic. In uh, yeah, we are. <laughs> we are. <laughs> Said that. All right. So we talked about external. Yeah. We talked about it. It in internal. Uh, let's talk about what's the solution, right? So so we already talked about what's hard, the solution. About internal, let's talk about what's we the solution. About about the external. Solution. What's the external solution? Well, you're facing persecution. How do you deal with it? You arm your mind. You you arm your mind. That's for your internal, though. You know what I'm saying? That's no. that's for you dealing with your sin sinfulness. No. First, but, but when you think about like you know, when you think about, uh, go ahead. One second. All right. When you think about people are continuously persecuting you. Uh huh. How do you get joy in the Lord in the midst of that? Now you changed the question. <laughs> That's the solution though, right? Your solution was find joy in Christ. I'm like, how do you get joy in Christ in the midst of that? Um, I think I think you you get joy in Christ. Um, I, and this might sound weird, uh, but just follow me. Um, you find joy in Christ as you submit. So as you submit to what God mm-hmm. says, your your obedience to Him, yeah, um, and there's this there's this sense of joy that comes when knowing you have followed Him, mm. and it and yeah, it it doesn't turn out the best, but as true Christians who have truly been transformed, when we are obedient to Him, mm-hmm. we find joy in obedience mm. to God, yeah. I think when we don't obey, you know, and we go our own way, 
we don't find peace. We don't find joy in that. Mm. Um, so it's almost, it, it sounds crazy. No, it is, like, it is true. You, you yeah. obey and bad things happen and you find joy. Yeah, and it's almost like the reason why it it is, like the reason why you find joy in obedience or you find joy in glorifying God is because that is the purpose behind our existence. Mm. And the chief purpose why we exist is to glorify God. Yeah. And so when we fulfill the purpose that we were created for, the, that joy automatically comes there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You find joy in, 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 in glorifying God in midst of all that suffering, knowing that, you know, through that suffering, like, that's why I think Paul took it as a privilege, yeah. right? Uh, and that's why he says, you know, do not lose heart. Yeah. And although, and, and, you know, all that to say that, that in the end, mm-hmm. eternity is going to be proof that it was all worth it. Mm. You know, and, and, and that's why Paul says, you know, this, all this, light momentary affliction and 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 you know compared to when you look at second mm. corinthians 11 these are those are those may not look light momentary to us but for him it was light momentary because his eyes were set on eternity mm. he knows how long and beautiful and amazing and glorious eternity is going to look like that's why all this light momentary affliction is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory yeah. right that's why we do not look at the things that are seen but things that are unseen yeah right? because things that are seen are temporary things that are unseen are uh, eternal, and that yeah. and that goes, that goes along with store up for yourself mm-hmm. treasures in heaven. Treasures in heaven, right? absolutely. That eternal perspective, like mm-hmm. when it, when, I guess when it does become a lot, and you know, it's like, man, really, the only joy I have is in Christ, and what is to come. Mm-hmm. Um, that is an important reminder for us to store up treasures for for yourself in heaven where um, moth uh, don't corrupt it and um, yeah thieves can't break in and steal it right yeah. absolutely absolutely and and so following Christ is hard I mean it's gonna cost our life it's gonna cost relationship it's gonna cost finances like you said you know it's gonna cost us uh, our reputation uh, people are gonna mock people are gonna ridicule depending on where you are you may be jailed you may lose your family you may lose your own life right but it is absolutely worth it mm. because in, in following Christ and glorifying God, we find our ultimate joy and satisfaction that we may not find any other way, right? You may be the most successful person in the eyes of the world and live the most glorious life and still uh, be unsatisfied, right? It will be unsatisfied because it does not satisfy. And and, and King Solomon, like he says, vanity is vanity, right? Death is a reality. Everything is temporary. You're not taking your billions of dollars after you die, right? It's gone, right? And so, so all that leads to when we suffer for Christ's will, eternity is going to be proof that it was all worth it. And and you find joy in, in living your life for the glory of God. You know, and, and that's why I see all the people that, you know, have lived their life following Christ boldly, obediently, and that have died in the process of it, right? Their life is not a life that was tragic, right? Their life is a life that was spent well. Right for the sake of Christ, mm. you know, yeah. and 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 yeah. you know that's that's where Paul found his joy in the midst of his suffering, right? And that's where a lot of these faithful brothers and sisters of Christ in the world find their joy in the midst of suffering. Mm. You know, I like I I often go back to this one Nepali, not Nepali guy. He's American, but he's a street preacher in Nepal, and just recently on his flight from 
US and this guy has been jailed so many times even in Nepal he's been jailed in India he was almost beaten to death you know dragged in the village and 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 stuff like that but god protected him and and he's been speeded out here in United States I mean we were in, I saw him in G3 conference uh when I was uh, uh in Atlanta last last year and at one moment I saw him we talked for a little bit and then in 30 minutes later he was outside in Atlanta Georgia and street preaching <laughs> in the break during the break he's out there street preaching and there are people like cursing at him there are people like speeding at him but you know that's just and and the crazy part was this guy had a 10 hour or I think I don't, I don't know how many hours I lay over in Saudi Arabia mm. on his flight back to Nepal mm-hmm. and what does he do he goes and does preaches the gospel <laughs> he's mm. out there preaching the gospel in saudi arabia and then i've talked to people that know him and everybody says that he's crazy mm. <laughs> that guy is a bit crazy you know I, and, and, I, and, you know maybe that's his calling right his I, calling is in that sense but man i that guy gives me so much courage and boldness I, sometimes it'll be interesting to like if you could ask him if you if you ever get the chance to ask him in all that he suffers um, and and I think we imagine that could imagine the answer, but it'd just be interesting to hear his his response of like even though he goes through all the suffering, um, what is the joy that he gets out of all of that? Mm. Yeah, I'm... and and just to see his answer, like yeah, you know, because I think it'll be encouraging to a lot of believers who might be afraid. Um, because we all have our our area of yeah. influence, right? Whether yeah. it's whether it's just the home, whether it's the job and the home, whether it's a group of friends, you know, we all have our area of influence, uh, and the potential to suffer and all of that. So it'd be interesting to yeah. to, to hear and, his response. Absolutely, and I, I mean, we can assume his response would be yeah, like yeah, you yeah. know what Paul and and their responses, and you know, even as like you know, Christ was exalted through his suffering. Yeah. Right. And one day we will be exalted because of our suffering, too. You know, and I love I love this passage in Hebrew, Hebrews 18, verse two, looking to Jesus. I think that's what hap- that's how we endure suffering, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the same and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. And so we see we see an example from Christ who joyfully endured the suffering of the cross, who joyfully endured all the shame that he got through, and through that suffering came our salvation. Through that suffering also came the exaltation of Christ, like Philippians 2 says, and he's now he's seated at the right hand of the throne of God. right? And so through the suffering also, we will enter the kingdom of God. Let's just say that. right? Through the suffering, we will enter the kingdom of God. And that's why Jesus said in Matthew 5, you know, Rejoice when people persecute you in my namesake. Hmm. And for your reward is going to be great. And so, yeah. I don't know if you need to clarify that just Which a little one? bit. Through the suffering, we will enter the kingdom of God. Through the, just, yeah. just clarify that just a little bit for us. Through the suffering for Christ's sake, we will enter the kingdom of God in a sense that when in our Christian life, it's not if we suffer, it's when we suffer for Christ's sake, that's how, that is by God's design. Second, that is how the gospel flourishes. Third, that is how God strengthens us in our faith. Fourth, that is how we stand firm in this world, right? 
And that is how ultimately we glorify God. Mm. And so for those whom God chose to save, God will also build them up to suffer throughout those seasons of life where persecution may come internally or externally. And those who endure till the end are saved, like mm. Revelation says. Is that is that does that answer or yeah, I, I, it does answer. Yeah, and uh, you know, and just to add a little bit more clarification for our listeners, he's not saying if you suffer, you're going to enter that heaven, or like you have to enter. Um, you won't enter into heaven if you don't suffer, right? Like in the sense of earning salvation, mm-hmm. he's not saying no, that. no, no, no. So you know, he's just saying with this life comes suffering. Absolutely, yes. Um, so yes yeah if that's what the yes absolutely salvation by grace alone through faith alone in christ alone but one of the blessings and maybe this <laughs> people this might be foreign to most of us many of us like one of the blessings and gift of salvation is also suffering for christ's sake yeah and and, and that's and, yeah and that's what what you mean i I, yeah. I just wanted to clarify just yeah you know just so we get to the end and people are like what's he saying like yeah no, no, no. Well, you're, you're, you're already saved. That's why you suffer. And, and you <laughs> have to, you have yeah. to clarify that in this day and age. Yeah, because, absolutely. Because most people don't know. No, right? absolutely, absolutely. So, and so you know, I mean, uh, suffer well. I guess that's yeah, that's how I that's is. how I would end. You know, <laughs> suffer well, suffer faithfully, and and remember that you know eternal reward is going to be. Proof that it was all worth it, and, and and this will be nothing compared to what awaits us. Yeah. Right. So, peace. Peace.